look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. It was basically a cube with inside of sphere where the points of the cube uh, were touching outside of the sphere. So this isn't anything that just is limited to the United States. It's a worldwide phenomenon. This is David Marler, UFO researcher, and you're listening to That UFO Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special breaking news podcast at the request of several of you, which is always nice to hear. I am not on my own for this one. For a change, I've invited along Dan to speak with me. Dan, welcome back to make one of your many, many, many appearances on the podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's nice to be back. I, I think I'm just going to say the word wow a lot today. Wow. Like an yeah. old Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, the best Owen Wilson impression there. But listen, as you have seen last night, we started getting some cryptic messages dropping yesterday from uh, Mr. Jeremy Corbell, then George Knapp at Mystery Wire chipped in, basically teasing we were going to be getting some UAP news, not just tonight or last night, but this week. So we would assume there may be more to come and we'll get to that. However, what we then got several hours later, uh, if you're in the UK, it was uh, early hours of the morning, so I missed it until I woke up this morning. Some people stayed up. Well done to those who did. Uh, or you might have been lucky and been based over the States, Canada, or one of those time zones that are a little bit more friendly to that sort of news breaking. And of course, as we found out, Mystery Wire and George Knapp broke a story that was a bit of a follow-up on the, what the debrief posted last year and the now infamous, and I get to do the Batman balloon in quotation marks with my fingers, because like we've said Ooh. for a while, yeah, yeah, the Batman balloon, um, <laughs> it, it wasn't a balloon. Um, for many different reasons. And yes, it certainly looked similar to the shape of it, but do you know what? I'm sure with a bit of digging, you could find anything that looks like anything from a distance. And ultimately, um, if, if you're a Mick West, I'm going to say his name once and that's it, you will be able to look at one thing and say, it looks like this, so that's what it must be. But I'm going to totally disregard everything else just because I was asked by he who shall not be named this morning, Mick West, uh, on Twitter to we provide need like a both. Jar. I should I should do like I put in a pound every time I say something. Dan, yeah, I think so. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's been done. That's been done. <laughs> um, but um, Mick, uh, when I mentioned to him that he was just being facetious with something he posted, said that I should provide the report that is obviously classified and the pilot which neither of which I can do, unfortunately, folks, you know, in the lofty heights of government at which I work, I don't have access to any of those, obviously. So you do have to just take that people like Knapp, people like Tim McMillan over at the debrief who are, are posting these stories, they are doing their work, the groundwork, the legwork, they're doing their research and they're posting these things because they have sources that sometimes they can discuss and sometimes they can't. Um, and obviously at the time, the, the Batman balloon, you had to disregard a whole lot of other information and data along with it that we didn't necessarily have access to ourselves to come up with, yep, it's definitely a balloon. Even though reportedly the object is the size of a pickup truck at the distance it is from the, the fighter jet 
So it's a pretty big balloon if it was a balloon. However, that gets us on to the news that dropped last night. So uh, George released three photographs. One of them is the, we can now call it the acorn, but it's the second photo. Essentially, we have three photographs of an object or different objects. And I'm going to come to Dan with that one in a minute. Um, One is sphere-like. Looks a little bit, to be fair, like a light artifact that you may or may not get when you photograph you know, um, at the sun or a star at night or, you know, something like that. However, these pilots reportedly saw this. You know, they weren't just chasing something they saw on their phone. Um, the second photograph was of an acorn-type object, which was also the, the Batman balloon pick. And then lastly, a metallic blimp, which is your more classic saucer disc-like UFO with some appendages off the side of it. So, Dan, where did we kick off? So there was a bit of hype. What were your initial thoughts? Well, I didn't realize where the where the hype came from. It kind of blindsided me. I've been focused on doing some RT stuff, um, and I just didn't expect it at all. And and then the teasing happened. And we know teasing can sometimes be a bit overplayed and things like that. But in this case, it it is not overplayed at all. Uh, we we have three new photos. One of which is another frame from the previous acorn photo we got, um, and and a few different objects which blows my mind a bit (laughs) on my podcast i spoke to george knapp about the debrief photo and he was very quick to say that it was not a balloon and he also mentioned that there were other photographs from the from the same incident which showed different shapes and the pilots saw different shapes as they passed the object now, I've I've reached out to George Knapp just to cl- clarify this, but I'm going to be dangerous and assume right now that from what we have and from speaking to some other people, this picture um, or these pictures are all of the same object and not of three different objects. And it seems to have three separate appearances. Is that fair to say, Dan, at the minute? I, I'm leaning that way too. I'm definitely that, leaning that way. The, these photos are from... Uh, a video that freeze frames from an encounter that happened. I mean, we're we're talking over a few hours, right? Where they yeah, because like half, half they've got the minute, they've got the minute, a half hour. Yeah, I think it's something like at this time, and then at twelve minutes, and then at twenty two minutes. Uh, I've got it here. So the first photo was taken at two forty four, second at three o two, and the third at uh, three sixteen in the afternoon. So they're all really close together. Um, so yeah, I mean, they they flew around the object. That's what we were told. They flew around the object for a while, looking at it, and that seems to match up. And I I think we're seeing the the same object in various different forms, depending on either where we're looking at it from, or depending on what the object wants to show or shape shift to, or something like that. It reminds me a little bit of the the Nellis video, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of the bubbly one that's kind of bobbing around. Um, and I don't know if you know, but if you download the photo on the Mitri Wire website, the sphere actually has a different name. It's jellyfish, isn't it? Yeah, jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I you, you told me that. I'm like... not going to. I won't <laughs> pretend that I found that out. Dan told me that. I, I wonder if there were like you know some appendages or something like that that earned it that nickname because jellyfish isn't just a blob, right? It has legs and wispy things behind it. Let me be devil's advocate, though. To be fair, I, I would say if you're looking at a jellyfish top down. 
then that's what it would look like with the appendages would be underneath and you wouldn't see. Totally, I totally get what you're getting at, but just for anyone listening to this going, oh, there's nothing else you can see off of it. Or, um, well, you know. I mean, to, to those people, I'm going to say that even though the photo is 2D, it is a 3D space. So th- there could be things we're not seeing behind it. <laughs> now, listen, even though I'm being skeptical there, let me say this. So, as Right, this might be a little bit out there, but I'm I'm going to just this is just my thinking. I like when that, we yeah. see, yeah, this sphere, that object could literally have at that point come into our reality existence space, and that's why it's been seen as a sphere, and it's not necessarily physical at that point because it's I don't know, it's manifesting the words, you know, and if if that's what's happening, is that why it it looks like that? And when people say it looks like light, it looks like this, but maybe, yeah, maybe that's that's how this object comes into whatever, from whatever yeah. it's from to so where we like are. A, a portal, essentially. Yes, like Arnie like, at the start of Terminator. You know, whether, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like whether it's making the bubble and that's how it jumps into where we are. Um, that's curious though, because it, it, you know, if you look down uh, the order of the photos, that one was first. And that's that's why I was curious as to the order of did they say the sphere first, then the acorn, then the blimp, and if that's just my thinking, I don't know what what do you think no, about that? Good shout. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And we no we've heard about those portals kind of looking that way. I mean, yeah, this is all conjecture, so don't don't you know go running into the streets saying Dan and Andy have figured it out. <laughs> um, but we have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> yeah it reminds me of the report of the how the portal looked at skinwalker just yeah. very you know i mean you can almost see a ring around it with a middle it it wouldn't be hard to picture that as a portal at all like but i totally get I, I, yeah i totally get though to an untrained eye and i include my untrained eye in that i am not skilled or have an expertise that when you like photograph or look at a star through a telescope or binoculars or a camera it can look like that it can look like a ball you know and if you want to pretend it's a light being you could do that certainly but people that can talk about these things in layman's terms as well would no doubt be able to break down that's why that looks like this and also here's how it differs but the fact is and from the metadata the pilots saw that object so we have to take that they are not just lying or making this or sorry are making this up what would the point be? Why there would be no point to that? That's that. This is one thing that does frustrate me with this sort of stuff because the, the pilots saw it. And if you want to go, well, people people make mistakes and human error. I'm sorry. Yes, they do. But if these pilots, male or female, are reporting they saw that object look like a sphere of light or plasma or whatever whatever it is, then they saw that. They don't do this stuff lightly. It's a total waste of time and a lot of money. Every second they're up in the air costs money. You yeah, know, that's absolutely. really expensive flight time and fuel time and everything like that as well. Um, let alone the manpower that goes into that reporting being done as well. Then they obviously see a more physical shape, which was reported initially as a Batman balloon at 30,000 feet. Um, but then at people that have since, again, better than myself, and I'll, I'll hasten to say better than yourself, Dan, um, even though your your Skinwalker maps are fantastic. But <laughs> people have managed to, you know, put in all that data together, work out that the object is roughly the size of a pickup truck 
at the distance it would be about a thousand feet from the the jet they've worked out roughly big balloon yeah and then we take into account that again it's been reported these objects were stationary in high winds these were not moving which we don't have anything that can do that that should nip the balloon talk in the bud right there yeah i'm i'm i was talking to i go on reddit every now and then and i i i guess <laughs> told someone off talking about balloons still because it really is it's to the point where you know you want these basic explanations and the people talking about oh it's a balloon aren't paying attention to the basic fact if these things are not moving in wind they are not balloons full stop yeah you know uh, people uh, and need i get to be okay with uncertainty we i don't know what they are but they're not balloons <laughs> And I do my best to be really objective and subjective, whatever you want to call it on here, that if if I was on a, a commercial flight and I'm going on holiday somewhere, okay, and I see something out the window, it may look stationary to me, but it, it's not. It's actually traveling or moving up or moving down, okay, just because I, I don't know any better. If you are a, a pilot, you are trained to know if something is moving, if it's not moving, what direction it's going, what way it could come. Plus, I mean, imagine being on an airplane and having, you know, all of the the scanners at your disposal. Yeah, like a radar, radar in front of me. Like yes. You know, like that, you, you're not guessing. that That's not guesswork. It's not moving isn't guesswork. It's not just people flying past something and going, oh, I don't think that was moving. And it's just the rate they were passing, you know it's full-on they flew around this thing the instruments they had obviously backed up what they were saying um and and then the crazier thing that was dropped was that they tried to snag one and couldn't as report what are your thoughts on that then dan that do you, that's obviously <laughs> wow. that's a tall task because obviously that the reason they were asked to snag it and i doubt at the time as well it was straight the thinking was this is some sort of alien or interdimensional spacecraft let's go after it but it was the chance that it was a foreign adversary i.e russian or chinese and it was a drone wasn't it hence why let's go grab it yeah makes you wonder why they didn't um try and grab the ones around the u.s kid if let's grab it is the natural reaction to these things yeah well you can grab a drone can't you um and that's something I have commented on with the, the drone is just the the easy label for a lot of stuff just now. And let's be honest, a lot of these sightings day to day are drones more than likely, I mean, they, but they you, might you can be spot drones, them. But they're not ours. Yeah. It could be <laughs> an, doesn't mean they're not an alien's drones, if exactly. that's what you want, <laughs> you want to go with. But yeah, listen, there are drones, we know that, but... Yeah, whatever was in this picture, the object appears to have changed, or if it turns out to have been three separate objects, which is wildly different to a lot of other reports. And I I spoke, I can't remember what guest it was recently about this, but you tend not to see differing shapes on one sighting of of different objects. There doesn't usually tend to be a black triangle and a saucer craft next to each other hovering about. So it would be very strange if this was three separate objects all in the same sort of airspace just having some sort of convention up there i mean imagine imagine the video they have literally shows this thing changing as they're flying around it yeah and my brain's let's melting. Be honest. <laughs> like that's yeah. super exciting to me there's a reason we still don't have that hopefully that does come out it's never going to make everyone happy and it's very easy to say well just release the video there's obvious reasons why we don't have this stuff but I do think, uh, and just in kind of wrapping this up, 
like I said on Twitter, we do have to be grateful for for what we're getting and that people like Nap and the people at the debrief and Jeremy Corbell and others are doing this groundwork and legwork to get so much stuff out to us pretty quickly. I know it's frustrating we don't have this on a daily basis. If we did, I would love to do this podcast daily and literally me and Dan have spoke about this and do daily news updates. We're not quite there, folks, where we can do that yet. However, it's getting more and more regular that we can do stuff like this. And I would love that within this week, we can be doing another one of these breaking news pods to discuss something else. Because like I mentioned at the start, Jeremy Corbell has said it's going to be a big week for UAP news starting today, which was yesterday. And yesterday's past. That's a good start. That's a really good start. So it's great. And like always, it, it raises more questions. You know, there are details in this, like the fact they tried to snag it, like the fact it wasn't moving in the wind. Can we see maybe the radar and stuff to show us that? Because, you know, that's definitive. And it makes me wonder, would these, were they going to be released through TTSA at one point? So a, you know? It was a private briefing, wasn't it? Not even just a meeting, but a private yeah, yeah, yeah. briefing, I believe, was the language used. Private briefing. I'd love to know who else was there. You know, just details, details and details. Can you imagine if Bigelow had shown these when he was on Rogan? Exactly. We, we wouldn't be going, oh, that wasn't that good. They didn't talk about Skinwalker. We'd be going, what the hell? It, it begs the question, though, why? Ah, that's another talk for another well, day but then a, a lot of it is to do with you know sources and methods and not not in terms of the the navy and stuff like that i mean in terms of journalism george has done a really good job of protecting his sources and when we spoke to him he, he alluded to there are things that you know when two people tell you something you can kind of tick it off like a game of guess who and you can yeah. make conclusions, but you can't report on those conclusions because they were never given to you on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, this whole thing speaks to George's integrity. Um, the fact they're out there is amazing. Uh, I, I know some people have issues with the watermarks, but stop looking at the watermarks. There's goddamn UFOs in the pictures. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's that's just another one of those things. And even as we had recalled, there were big names, incredible names out there arguing over stuff and it's just so pointless can we just appreciate we've got three new photos one of them's a different frame i get that but we have a follow-up on a story and it's another recent one we're not going back 30 40 50 60 70 years it's a recent event these people are more than likely all still in active duty or promoted or higher up and this stuff's coming out and we may get more of that as the week goes on as well the the more is is blowing my mind because if this is what we're starting with you know this this, like i said alludes to radar and we know that these planes have FLIR cameras and so on and so forth so all of this stuff is there and we want it out what, <laughs> I, what, I, will, what I will say is just to leave on i thought the the third picture the metallic blimp you know the the photograph and was it a was it a geological mapping survey and do i want to say it's costa rica or colombia or something uh it's right in front of me now I'll just you know the the around. one I mean. Can you see is it above it? my TV? Yeah, Costa yes, Rica. Yes, yes, yeah, Costa, um, Costa Rica. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> how much? How much does the metallic blimp look like that? Uh, not very. Oh um, damn! I, I've got it blown up a lot, and that looks like a disc. Like you, don't, you can you see don't, a point on top of it. You don't think? I, I'm going to look at this while I'm doing it. That's a breaking news pod, folks, and I know I, I, I shouldn't be looking um the can while you, I'm can doing you see it, him? but. I'll lift you up. Yeah, I can, but 
it's it's very so, it's very disky. It looks like, but I'm not I'm not going to say no because obviously I do. I'd be do you know what it is though? I, I get what you mean, but when I've looked at that, I'm. Are you looking at that picture from? And again, folks, I suppose you have to kind of look along if you're listening to this. It would help. But if you look at the metallic blimp photograph, I'm looking at the perspective of that being from above the object. Yeah, sure. I could see that. And I am kind of implying when I say it's a disky shape, there's a, there would be a bit of the disc hidden. Um, yeah. So I could be wrong. The, the shape uh, but, that you see could be the shape, and then it's similar to what, what uh, you However, said. this does prove a good point of perspective, where yeah. I'm looking at the same photograph <laughs> as you, and we are both looking at it from two different vantage points, and that's where like data and all that other stuff comes into sure. it. Because for me, that was them looking down almost, a, a downwards angle on top of it and that's what made me think of the costa rica photo but you would be totally right that if if that angle is going along the side and looking at the side and as a blimp then it would be less far less likely to look like that for me because mm. the costa rica photo is looking down on it so i'm just looking at it as if it's the same vantage sort of point yeah it might be I, i've always thought of the costa rica one like it's you know a disc tilted about to do its thing potentially but dan that's but we, <laughs> we are we are we are and but that that's the great stuff for this and you can send over uh via twitter via facebook via instagram however you like tag dan tag myself at ufo uap am or at zigno and share your thoughts what you think these may be do you think it's one object do you think it's three and let's be honest if it is as we're leaning towards that one object changing how big a deal is that I would love to hear people's thoughts on it as well. And thank you for for those who have already shared. But yes, there might be a few more podcasts coming out this week. Actually, I can guarantee that if you're listening to this today, later on today, the Stephen Bassett part two will be out. And then later tonight or early tomorrow, depending where you are, the first of the Contact in the Desert preview interviews with former guest Simeon Hine will be out talking about his appearance at contact in the desert and there'll be lots of those to come this month as well so plus potentially a brand new podcast that me and dan might be recording straight away as soon as we finish this off as well so keep an eye out for that one that'll be a lot of fun but dan thanks for joining me thank you for having me it has been uh, great to come on and talk about it and i'll see you on the other side see you on the other side that is all for this week's show thank you very much for listening please remember to leave the podcast a review on your chosen platform you can like retweet and subscribe that would all be very much appreciated the shows are being uploaded onto youtube as we speak more and more you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash that ufo podcast to access shows ad free as well please get in touch on twitter facebook instagram that ufo podcast of course on twitter it's at ufo uap am and again folks as always keep looking up you never know what you might see it wasn't a tic tac and not quite a saucer more like a hubcap designed by chelsea a little baroque and quite steampunk like alice was playing bass for the parliament of the little fucker hovered right inside of my window and when i shoved out the screen he made it an issue i don't think he expected me to see his ass but i'd had some champagne and smoke